welcome back into a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and thanks for coming in for the newest episode. Before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that I did a YouTube interview with Jared from the Wizard of Radical Self-Respect for his YouTube channel. Um, you can check it out on YouTube, and it was a really good conversation about like parental alienation and how to deal with your necks when they're driving you crazy and some advice that I give for healing and stuff. Jared, it was a really cool interview. And um, the thing is, too, is that it was live and on YouTube. So uh, kind of like a little bit out of my normal boundaries because all my recordings are usually pre-recorded. So it was cool. It was fun. So, Jared, thank you for doing that. And uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Go to The Wizard of Radical Self-Respect. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. So no guest again this week because I have some follow-ups to what I talked about last week with my kids and the football situation and the crying at the police station and things like that. Um, I have some follow-ups uh, when it comes to that and um, also a situation on my health and my back because uh, I talked about that last week. So a couple of days ago, I picked my kids up for the dinner date. And I sent my son a text message and I just said, hey, you know, you're welcome to cry, you know, at pickup and, you know, you're, you're, it's okay to cry. If you feel like you need to cry, that's okay. But all this, all this wildness and me having to go get the cops and me hurting my back and all that stuff, can't do it, can't do it. And I told him about his consequences. I just reminded him and I told him, you know, if you freak out, then no football. So uh, I go to pick them up. And they get out of the car and they're very lightly crying, but they're not clinging to their mom or anything. And my son is carrying like a tote bag full of his football equipment. And he turns around and he looks at me and he immediately starts smiling. And I was like, all right, all right, this looks good. And he walks very slowly to me because he's carrying a heavy football bag full of all of his equipment. And I said, just put it down. I'll come and I'll walk it. I'll get it. And he puts it down and he runs to me and he gives me a big hug. And uh, I swung him around and I said, oh my God, my little second grader, because it was his first day of second grade. And I said, do you guys remember our tradition, which we have a little tradition on the first and the last day of school, which is toys and ice cream for dinner. And so I said, listen, uh, do you remember our tradition? And he goes, what? And I go, what was today? And he goes, the first day of school. And I was like, so we have something we got to do, don't we? And he goes, yeah, I got all excited. And uh, they were both all riled up, my my son and my daughter. And uh, yeah, we went out, um, we got ice cream and we got toys. And he got, you know, my daughter got this cute little unicorn egg with like unicorns inside. And it was like unicorn colored popcorn and stickers and my son uh, is getting into pro wrestling, so my son got a uh, Roman Reigns figure, if you know who that is, and uh, a Rey Mysterio figure. He's getting all into wrestling, which is cool, because I was super into wrestling when I was a kid. So it was really fun. It was fun, and no crying. Went to football. He did great. It was a super hot day, so he was snapping. They didn't make him wear equipment, which was nice, uh, a little less grueling, and uh so um, he's playing really well and it gets to my drop off time. And I told my son, I was like, listen, you're welcome to stay here. You know, I kind of I, I kind of pre told him this before he went out on the field. I said, listen, if you're doing well, you're welcome to stay here and I will just drop my daughter off at the, the police station and mommy will come back for you. 
So the time comes to drop them off. And I go, hey, buddy, I was like, just going to go drop your sister off at the police station. And he goes, he makes like the little like praying hands. And he goes, can I come? And I was like, uh, I, I'd really rather you stay and play football because, you know, you're the starter and, you know, you got to get, you got to practice, you got to get good. And the coach goes, no, he could go. It's all right. And I was like, oh, all right, fine. If he really wants to go, you know, it was hotter than hell. It was like a hundred degrees out and, and he needed a little break. So it was fine. So before we left, my daughter goes, I got to go potty. So I said, okay. And I brought her over to the, to the bathroom and she went to the bathroom. And when we got out of the porto potty, um, I turned around and I look at my son, I go, dude. And he goes, what? And I go, yes. I was like, and I made this motion like way to go. Like he is kicking butt in football. He's doing really good. But when I made that motion, my, I, I went, yes. And all of a sudden my back felt like a worm and I just went, and I slipped something. The moment I did that, I slipped something in my back doing that like clenched fist. Yes. And they go, what happened? And I go, oh, and I just grabbed a tree and I leaned up against the tree and I go, oh, it just slipped out. And they go, what, you're back? And they go, yep, it just slipped out. And it was getting so much better. And I'm like, Fuck, it just slipped out. And they're like, can you walk? And I was like, very, very gingerly. I said, very, very slowly. And they were like, uh-oh. And I had to go up to like 30 stairs, right? So uh, it was hurting. It was really hurting. I get up the stairs. I drive them back to their mom. And I said, listen, I can't even get out of the car. I can't even get out of the car right now. I was like, this is so messed up. And so uh, I said, listen, I'm not going to get out of the car to give you a hug and a kiss. I was like, I'm going to sit in the passenger seat. Give me a kiss, whatever. I give them the kiss, give them a hug. They get into their mom, no crying. And then I leave and I get all of a sudden I get an Our Family Wizard message. And my next message to me, she goes, you know, for the last three drop-offs, you've been a half an hour late. And this time, you know, you're a half an hour late to drop off. And I, and I wrote her back. I was like, no, that's not true. I was like, I was never a half an hour late to drop off. You are present during my parenting time. So because you dropped the kids off late, that doesn't cut into my parenting time. I'm keeping them an extra half an hour late. And I was like, and today I blew up my back and I was four minutes late. I was like, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. I'm not, I'm not going to entertain it because I got bigger fish to fry with this, this back issue. So I drive home, ton of freaking pain, get into bed. Um, it, it was horrible to get from about 45 minute drive from their place to my place. I get into bed. Um, I bought one of those Thero guns. If you know what that is, like those, like, uh, it's like a pounding massager thing. And uh, I just try to like break up the inflammation in my back and I'm taking like four ibuprofen at once. And I know caffeine helps, so I'm drinking coffee and stuff, um, but I can't even go to work. I called out of work from Wednesday, Thursday and Friday because my back got so fucked up. So uh, it's it's been a challenge. It's been a really big challenge. And when I talked about that interview that I did for YouTube with the Wizard of Radical Self-Respect, I did it face down in my bed yesterday. So if you listen... <laughs> If you listen to that recording, that interview, I did it face down in my bed with a back problem for an hour and a half. So um, the show must go on, but fucking hell. So uh, all that's going on, right, with my back. And then, uh, so then um, a few days later, I have my call with the kids, my, my weekly call with the kids. And um, my daughter gets on the call and just being cute, you know, but the thing is, so school started and they wake up at six o'clock for school, six or maybe 6.30 in the morning for school. 
Then they um, have a full day of school. Then they come home. They probably eat a little something and go right to football. I mean, it's and then football doesn't end until like eight o'clock. So they leave the house at 6 a.m. and they get home at 8 p.m. And in my opinion, that's a horrible schedule. I'm sure you would agree. It's a horrible schedule for a four and a seven year old. It's bullshit. And then the coach came up to me when I was at the football practice and he goes, is, you know, my son going to make the game on Sunday? And I go, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't say yeah. I said, as long as, you know, I was like, there's exterior circumstances, but as long as his behavior is okay, he'll be there. And so the coach is like, okay. And I was like, where is it? And he tells me, and it's like an hour away from my place on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So like he doesn't even get a time. He doesn't get an extra weekend day to sleep in. It's like he's an NFL player. Like what the hell? And like the argument I'm sure my next is going to make is, well, you're the one who chose to live so far away. And I wish you could see me. I'm just rolling my eyes. It's like it, this apartment was the only thing that was available. And I sure as shit don't want to live in Pleasantville. But um, yeah, so like I feel so bad for him. It's so goddamn ridiculous. I mean, waking up at six o'clock in the morning only to drive an hour away. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wake up at six o'clock in the morning, have a full school day and then go to to football at night is bullshit. And then on the weekend, he's got a game in the morning um, an hour away. So it's an hour there, an hour back. He's got a whole game. It, she completely scheduled him for football during my parenting time. And it's so aggravating. Um, it drives me absolutely crazy. So uh, yeah, that's, that's the story with that. So yeah, my whole back issue, you know, that's, that's kind of been what's personally going on with me. Um, as a side note, you know, to avoid some of the issues that I had last school year with my son, I sent an email to his, um, new second grade teacher, just introducing myself and letting her know, you know, basically it was my way of putting out my hand and saying, hey, I want to be involved in my kid's school because, you know, I don't want my next taking full control over his education. Um, and there's really no excuse for the school not to communicate with me. Um, so, yeah, that that's another thing. Um, oh, it, going back to, so I did my call with the kids and they were great. They were great. Uh, my son actually was talking to me on the phone. He goes, daddy, I've been texting you. And I go, you have? I was like, I, I got a text message. You asked about how my back is. I was like, I didn't get anything else. I was like, what else did you send me? And so he shows me his iPad. And on the iPad, if you know, you know, if for those of you who have an iPhone, there's that little red dot that shows like it's an exclamation point that shows that the text didn't go through. And I was like, hey, whenever you see that little red circle, I was like, hit it and press try again and the text will go through. And then it did. So I taught him. But he, it seems like he's making an effort. So I think those boundaries and those consequences that I, you know, emplaced on him are resonating with him. And, um, I think that's, that's the best way to do it in my opinion. I mean, that it seems like it's, it's making, and it's sticking with him. So yeah, that's what's going on with that. And then, uh, you know, I'm just trying now to, to get my back kind of situated because, um, I'm, I'm in fear because like I told you guys last week, I've had two back surgeries. I've been taking like a lot of ibuprofen and trying to straighten out. And um, I think when I wake up, it's a little stiffer. So uh, another thing that's going on with me is that um, my daughter was in daycare. Uh, she missed the cutoff for kindergarten by 19 days. And my neck did not want her to go to kindergarten. There, uh, why, I don't know. 
because it just makes sense for her to, you know, go to kindergarten. She only missed it by 19 days. Um, and my next didn't want her to go. But that daycare cost me $986 per month. And about, I don't know how long ago, maybe like six months ago, I don't have the funds to pay an extra $986 a month for my daughter to go to daycare. Um, because, you know, I, I've talked a lot about on this podcast, I don't have the money. And uh, so all summer long, I've been getting messages from the daycare of when are you going to pay this bill? Um, and I told them I don't have the money. And uh, so I came to find out that now at the start of the school year is that my daughter is back in daycare and they've been harassing me and threatening to sue me. And I'm like, go ahead. Like the money does you can't you can't get blood from a stone. So I don't know. You can sue me and suing me would be, you know, it would take more money to sue me than to get your it's something like three thousand dollars in uh, back pay that I haven't paid. Maybe four thousand. Um yeah, and, and so I found out, my daughter told me that she's back in daycare. So I sent my next and Our Family Wizard post, uh, an Our Family Wizard message, and I'm like, yo, uh, I see, you know, our daughter is telling me that she's back in daycare. My number one question is, who's paying for it? Um, I th personally thinking, what I think happened is, you know, I've talked a lot about my next and her family on this podcast. I bet my next probably went to her family and said, I need you to watch our daughter. And they were probably like, no, I'll pay for daycare because they don't give a shit about their grandkids um, when most grandparents would want their grandkids. But no, they, they you know, listen, cleaning day is Monday. Uh, my next's mom has to get her nails done on Tuesday. Wednesday, she's got to hang out at the dog groomer in town with her friends. So she's got a fully loaded schedule. So uh, they can't watch my daughter, but um, I said they're very affluent and I'm, I have the feeling that they're probably paying for it. Um, so that said, uh, I sent my next in our family wizard message. I said, who's paying for this? And I also said, this is pretty much consistent with, you know, all the other decisions that you've made is that just because I don't have the funds to pay for my daughter's education doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have an opinion of my daughter's education. Um, and again, this is unilateral uh, decision making and my next hasn't read the message no reply um it's kind of consistent now i think maybe you know she's been listening to my platform and sees that you know i don't reply to some messages um and so she's not replying to other messages another thing is is that when i was in the home um i it's funny i've shown some people my ebay uh history and when i was in the home I've mentioned a lot of times on this, I'm a diehard football fan and I collect football jerseys and I know I've shown people my history and they say, this is just what it, this shows people is that your mental health was so fucked up when you were there that you were like collecting things to get that hit of serotonin. So I have like a hundred giants jerseys. I know it's embarrassing. Uh, it's embarrassing. That's all I'm going to say. It's embarrassing, but I was trying to fill a hole and uh, I'm planning on, I don't have them back. I haven't had them in two years. Um, I'm probably going to get rid of them or sell them or donate them or who knows what I'll do. Um, but uh, yeah, I said, I haven't had them in two years. She put them all in totes. Uh, and I said, if you just give me two totes at every pickup and drop off, uh, you know, you'll get rid of them. And that's just one less thing that I have still in that house from two years ago that is mine. And uh, I've sent her, I think, two messages about that and and she's not reading those either 
So it sounds like she's gray rocking me uh, because she thinks I'm the narcissist, which is fine. Um, listen, I've survived on my own for, you know, two years of not, you know, having all my clothes are from Salvation Army or Walmart or something like that. So it's not that big of a deal because, you know, I've I've survived on my own. And, you know, uh, it was awesome. I had a guest, I don't know, this was months ago, but his name was Kevin Hastings. And uh, he talked some sense into me about like material objects and stuff and how I don't need to dwell on my material objects because I don't want anything that's still associated with the house in the first place. But it, I do want those jerseys. And uh, I also have this inkling um, that Fireman John, uh, I did a call with the kids a couple weeks ago and, uh, the kids told me that Fireman John has seasons Giants tickets and she's, he's going to be taking the kids to a Giants game. And my next was like, shut up, shut up. Like she didn't want the kids to tell me that because, uh, you know, she's taking away my first of taking the kids to a Giants game. And, uh, but anyway, she's trying to cause trouble. Um, it's pretty in line with everything else, but I don't get decisions on my kids' schooling. I don't get decisions on their extracurricular activities. Um, she just, the thing is, is that she just does what she wants. And I think that either, it's one of two things. Either she thinks that she's completely in the right and she's allowed to make all decisions. Or she thinks that, she, you know, because once a judge hears these things, they're going to intervene. So I think she's just saying, well, I'm going to get away with what I can get away with until somebody stops me, which, um, to be honest, I can't really blame that approach. Uh, it's pretty consistent with narcissism. It's pretty consistent with what they do. So yeah, I, I pretty much get it. So that's kind of it. Like as far as my updates go, like I'm just dealing with my back, dealing with normal bullshit from her. But, uh, you know, I wanted to give you guys a simple little update. I didn't feel like this needs to be an exceptionally long episode. You know, I'm I'm still plugging my normal stuff, so check out the merch store. It's dimmingthegaslight.myshopify.com. Um, I mentioned this on the interview that I did, but people are reaching out to me for, like, custom-made stuff. So if you want a custom-made shirt that, like, you know, has whatever, you know, mantra you have or slogan or something like that, I can make that for you. Um, so shoot me a DM. I'll make whatever you want. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what's going on with me. So, uh... I have some guests coming up in the next couple of weeks, but I wanted to give you a quick update. So that's it for now. And uh, until next time, everybody.